All right, we're back to talk about some more Mandalorian. I'm following with me as Hank. Hello. All right, we're here to talk about Chapter 10, The Passenger, the episode that came out last week from when we're recording this on Friday, the November 6th, 2020. Um, I guess just as a quick recap, this is kind of more... This one is definitely a filler episode uh, where not a whole lot happens. Um, there's still some neat stuff in it, but for most part, it's going to be a pretty quick uh, recap here. So basically, Mandalorian is takes off Mos Eisley uh, to do a job, basically, to get some more information about where the Mandalorians are. Uh, his job is basically to take a frog lady and her vat of offspring eggs to her home planet or to a planet where her husband is waiting so that they can re-propagate their family and species or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, un- um, they're I guess unfertilized the big- eggs. She needs to get to her husband so he yeah. can fertilize them. Yeah. Uh, I, guess, I guess, like, the big problem with this, though, is that he can't travel at light speed, even though it's just one system away, because... It will kill the unfertilized eggs, uh, the life in them. So he has to go kind of normal speed, and that's really bad for the whole aspect of there's pirates wanting to steal your ship. There's Moss Gideon coming to kill him and take the baby. There's a whole bunch of reasons why maybe a bounty hunter wouldn't want to go the normal speed (laughs) through somewhere. It's also like, man, it's just... Like, if this were real life, that would this journey would take so much longer. Traveling not at light speed to get from one planet sure. to another. <laughs> I kind of like um, equated to if you live in a city and you're trying to get from one end to the other, you would usually take like the freeway or like mm-hmm. a inter like an interstate highway or something to like yeah, go sure. really quick through. But this is like the equivalent of going th- in through a playground zone. So you're going like. 30 or whatever yeah in like a ghetto (laughs) with money all over your car like it's not a good idea um so the whole episode basically revolves around this setup uh some x-wing new republic fighters pull them over which would essentially be like this version of the cops Mm -hmm. they run his plates and he runs away and crashes onto an uh snow an ice planet that's literally like the whole episode basically and then trying to get off the ice planet so yeah it is a lot of filler and boy if people hate baby yoda this is an episode that they are absolutely going to fucking hate holy shit this is a baby yoda episode i've seen some (laughs) strong negative takes yeah but uh honestly i'm like this episode it's fine like I don't I don't hate this episode, but I've seen people have a really negative yeah. reaction to it. It's very slow. And I think the way the last one ended, people were on a high and this brought Damn. it back down to like this is still a TV series. We still have a contract yeah. to fulfill. Like, well, my thing with most of the like the people who are like really negative about it, I'm like, you don't they don't understand what this show is. They, like they just don't they want like plot, 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 and that's just not this is episode of the yeah. week Western TV that also happens to have a plot and be Star Wars, but like, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. 
And um, that's what this was. So I mean, there were giant spiders, people, so I was okay. There were <laughs> giant spiders and a whole section that was very Aliens-esque. And yeah. honestly, that whole part with, like, the last ten minutes of, like, just spider mayhem and stuff is really yeah. disturbing and creepy. This yeah. is a this is an arachnophobes like nightmare. Episode. Oh my god, it's yeah. really creepy. Uh huh. <laughs> um, I'm not arachnophobic. I felt really gross, really, really <laughs> gross, and claustrophobic because those stupid spiders. Like it's bad enough when they start crawling out of everywhere in the cave, but when they get into the ship and are like uh-huh. all piling up behind the door, and it doesn't feel like some are starting to get in the main cabin and stuff. Uh-huh. It's really gross. Yeah. Like, it's it's like, really disturbing. And like, how... it? I mean, things go bad. Like, his ship is fucked. <laughs> that ship... I don't... How does that ship even exist anymore? It's been through the ringer in the like last few seasons, let alone whatever happened before that with him. <laughs> It's got a it's got a good core. Yeah. <laughs> Man. It's it's absolutely crazy. Like when he walks out after they crash lid and there's just a giant hole in the side of the ship. It's like, uh-oh. Yeah, the whole just like basically a new door in the hull. And then he like it's a complete he t- opening. He gets like a tiny toolbox and he's like, "Well, got to get to work." It's like this giant hole in the hull. I'm like, what? What is going on? And then it gets even worse when they start trying to take off with whatever repairs he did do. And the giant spider that attacked them before, like, destroys more of the ship as it falls on it or whatever. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, Yeah. like, and also you just don't expect spiders on the ice planet. You don't expect the ice spiders. True. It's not true. It's not what you're ready for. Um. Okay. So things I think about this episode for people that hate Baby Yoda, you are going to fucking hate this episode because a lot of this episode is Baby Yoda being cute, walking around cute, and also being a mischievous little piece of shit that almost gets everybody killed. Yeah. So this is the this, this is, is this is definitely the one where I felt like they they hit it a little too hard. On the baby, like, yeah, particularly like when they can't help themselves from doing the last minute, baby Yoda eats another egg. Yeah, that pissed me off. That that was too much. Like, no, you went went too far. Uh, Also, as someone who's not afraid of spiders, the most anxiety in this came to me from baby Yoda kept eating the eggs. Just yes, I'm like stop, just fucking stop. <laughs> it's really, really like. So here's the thing: is I know animals are animals. I know if I were to die, my cats would be sad, but then they would eat me because survival is key. Mm-hmm. I know at the end of the day, we will do whatever we can to survive, and Baby Yoda is no different. Yeah. But man, it's fucking irritating when he was told what they were and to stop, and he just kept doing it. It's fucking yeah. infuriating to me. Yeah, no. Oh, because he like, understands things. Yeah. Like, he's not a dumb animal. He can, understands the Mandalorian and talk to him. Well, and what I don't like about it is it turned Baby Yoda, who should just be an object of pure joy all the time, into something that created anxiety in me. Like, yeah, I just wanted him to stop. 
It's almost like when your cat's sick and you're just like, oh, do I have to put it down? It's like that type of anxiety where did it puke again? You wake up and it's like, how's the cat? That's how I felt every time Baby Yoda wasn't on screen. It was like, is Baby Yoda eating those stupid eggs? He better not be. Oh, so frustrating. Or like your cat like Um, pees on the floor. Yeah. When your cat really is doing anything that you don't like and you have to like be away from it for a moment. Yeah. And you're just thinking about it better not be doing that. That's the feeling in this episode yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's again, super like frustrating. Yeah. And I leave it with definitely a bad feeling because of that last like, like tee hee wink at the camera. Last egg eat. It's like, like, wasn't this the best part of this episode? Like, no, stop. Just. Yeah. Stop. It's so and it's so bad, too, because the the first time it happens, it's kind of like a funny like, OK, baby Yoda's a stupid idiot that'll eat everything. Ha ha yeah, ha. And then it angry. happens again and he keeps looking at it and it's annoying. But it's even worse when, like, at some point, the frog lady is able to, like, use the translator in the dead robot in his ship to talk yeah. to the Mandalorian. Uh-huh. And her plea is just like, this is my family. We've been through so many hardships. Like, I need you to help me. Because this is our lineage that's at stake. But then the show is like, ha ha, gobble, 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 I'm Baby Yoda. Like, fucking piece of shit. You little (laughs) fucking piece of shit. And then it has the nerve to make it really cute when, like, the Mandalorian's going to sleep and Baby Yoda cuddles up to him. I'm like, aw, god damn it. (laughs) Yeah. Piece of trash. (laughs) I fucking hate this piece of trash right now. I'm so angry. so angry yeah um this episode is one of the episodes i could see scalies i think that's what they're called being super into because that was a obviously female frog that is a little sexualized but not in like the way that like human boobs or something just like the way that you might sexualize a frog and it was weird to me (laughs) like the way she carried her like the way she got dressed and like yes carried herself (laughs) yes it's that part in particular i was just like oh i hope this doesn't awaken something in me (laughs) i'm sure it awakened something in somebody i'm sure it did like the old uh like all like disney is one to do in different generations yeah um also the fact that she runs like a frog is really funny oh it's running (laughs) Yeah, she goes down on all fours. That was good. The hop. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That was pretty good. Um, there's not a whole lot more to talk about with this one. I guess just like it's kind of neat to see the New Republic and uh, kind of like taking on basically like what you would call like interstate cop type, like highway police uh-huh. duties. Um, the one guy's from Kim's Convenience, uh, which if you've seen is like a Canadian darling show. So every fucking oh, Canadian huh. <laughs> rag up here has written about it. Or it's like, Oh, this guy from this Canadian show filmed in Toronto is in the big star Wars things. Like nobody fucking cares, um, <laughs> but that shows. Okay. And it was kind of neat seeing him in there. Nice. Uh, he's the Korean, uh, X fighter dude. Um, and then, like, it kind of wrapped up pretty 
obviously where it's like of course they're gonna get saved because that's giant spider was not gonna get killed by those two bombs or whatever so the x-wings coming down and just like blasting the big spider away and then kind of sniping away all the small ones makes sense i guess yeah uh it does seem a little deus ex machina of it being like yeah we, we ran your plates you're a wanted criminal except we also saw that you have a heart of gold so goodbye <laughs> So whatever it it's fine. It's a Disney Star Wars TV show. Who cares? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but it is kind of funny that it's just like, oh, you did a really terrible thing. But also, we think you saved this guy. Is that true? And then he's like, I'm not telling you. It's like, why aren't you like admitting to the thing that's going to get you off the hook? But yeah. whatever. Um, and then it kind of ends with them taking off and Baby Yoda doing the ain't I a stinker. Uh, fucking yeah. wink at the camera as he eats another live specimen for oh. the lady that poured her heart and soul out to us. So that was Un- cool. Unfertilized eggs, but yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much the whole episode, though. I And I honestly don't have a whole lot to say against or for it. I guess the spider stuff yeah. is really the stuff that I was just like, oh, this is just really well done also i realized that remember how last time we were saying they had do this weird like thing effect wise so that's why they use deserts all the time it makes sense that they would use an ice planet because an ice planet is literally just an icy desert so Mm -hmm. yeah that that checks out all they can do is ice and desert physics in their background stuff (laughs) but it worked here yeah um a whole bunch like I was thinking of Uchel the whole time, honestly, because of his arachnophobia. And man, this is an episode that, like, I think he would actually just turn off. No. Because it was yeah, gross. Would, you shouldn't. You should not watch that. That was too much. Yeah. For someone Arachnophobes who, if, should if not. If someone who can't handle spiders in media, not, not for you. Uh, no. But. No, no. Because they're not even, like, normal spiders. They're somehow grosser. <laughs> They're like tick spiders or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like little teeth mouths. They're like Ugh. fucking little sphincters yeah. with teeth. I I was um I was equally really gross out too when Baby Yoda decided to eat one of the eggs of the spiders. That was mm-hmm. disgusting. <laughs> that was, was just all, so gross. It was all, it was all goopy. Yeah. <laughs> He like they showed it like the embryo essentially just like being attached to the egg sides inside and like yeah, him pulling yeah. it out and ripping it. It's so gross. Why the fuck do they do this shit? <laughs> like, Look, was it just that like we heard was, that Baby Yoda's too cute? We have to make him a villain. Yeah, now. everyone thought it was funny when he ate the frog in season one. So it now to go too funny. far. Now to go too far. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Oh, also, it definitely felt like that kind of thing of like people like this thing. Let's lean way too hard into it so they don't like it anymore. Ugh. <laughs> I, they did remind me though that what we didn't talk about yet. Amy Sedaris is playing poker with a giant ant mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and that thing is disgusting as well. <laughs> I fucking hated that. <laughs> I really didn't like that thing. 
Do those things exist in the universe, or was this a Mandalorian special where they decided to gross me out specifically? I've never seen a giant ant thing before in Star Wars. Apparently its name is Dr. Mandible. <laughs> no, that's what I mean, is that <laughs> I think that's just like an inside joke or something, right? Because there's no way there's an ant race called the Mandibles or something like that. Mandiblory. <laughs> this is a Mandiblorian. <laughs> this is a giant ant. <laughs> Mando <What>? meat Mandible. <laughs> I guess it was in the the background of uh, an, uh, like episode five in the cantina, also. But I think that's like. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I mean, his, I should have. I opened his. Resumed. I opened Doctor Mandible's w- Wikipedia page, and it says he was in the Gunslinger, Chapter Five, which is first appearance. Uh, yeah, I just opened it up here as well. As a cantina regular, Doctor <laughs> Mandible was sitting in the bar of Chalman Spaceport Cantina, Mos Eisley. Also, it just says he's a member of an insectoid alien species. Yeah, so he was made for the Mandalorian. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Doc, fucking Doctor Mandible. Also, oh, we finally found a a uh, dialect or whatever you want to call it, a language that he does not speak. And that's mm-hmm. frog or whatever the fuck frogs speak in this lang- in this world. <laughs> yes. So that the was the thing of neat. like Amy Sedaris's character vouching for the frog lady, but then like literally she met her fifteen minutes before that was weird. I don't I don't know why they they did it that way. It is weird, especially because like in Tatooine and like that parts or whatever. I don't think you would be doing that. Yeah, like, I, you don't vouch for people random. Like if you go to the, I keep saying it. If you go to the ghetto and ask any random person there to vouch for another person in the ghetto, they'll be like, "Oh hell no, what? <laughs> like why would I vouch for another person? A person uh, I don't so know." It's kind of <laughs> weird that in the Star Wars ghetto, essentially somebody who li- has lived there for a long time would be doing shit like that, but. Yeah. Maybe it's part of like the payout or something. I don't know. I didn't really think too much about it, yeah, but it maybe is. Maybe she trusted her money. <laughs> mm, I do trust money. It doesn't talk back. Yeah. So, yeah. That at least uh, makes sense it, it's me. this was not one of the better episodes for me. Nope. It was still fine, but yeah. It's probably, I mean, I'd it's say, definitely I would on say the lower end. It was an episode that would have been like a wash or whatever, but those giant spiders, they were pretty cool. And sometimes all I just all I just want is a big monster. Sometimes, so I like I can be satisfied. Yes. Yeah, and this one gave it to us for sure. Yeah. Okay, I don't have anything else to say about this because much like this, that was a filler episode. This is kind of a filler podcast episode to go along with it. So uh, yeah, I you have any- I hope like Baby Yoda isn't always this from now on. I hope they. I don't. I don't need the Anaya stinker caps on like well, every episode from here on out. But yeah. Well, not every episode. Just when he's a baby. Soon we get Team Yoda, and he'll just be like, "Fuck you, Mando. I'm, you're not my real dad." Yeah. <laughs> oh God, Team Yoda. 
I mean, they did it with Groot. We had baby Groot, and then we got teen Groot. Ugh. Yeah. If they do teen Yoda, I think I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm out. He just has hair growing over one eye. (laughs) It's not a phase, man. (laughs) (laughs) He just blows up his shit with the force. He gets a Darth Vader t-shirt. This is my real dad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Any closing thoughts? Nah, that's it. All right. This is the way.